This is a house of the Spirit. You know, the Spirit is God. I've grown up in the church, and, and I, can, I can get a picture of God the Father. Actually, what's amazing is our picture of God the Father quite often reflects earthly experiences. And if you have had a difficult time with a father figure in your life, sometimes that will taint or affect or color how you look at God, the Father. Jesus even taught that. He said, listen, if you as parents, as fathers, know how to give good gifts to your kids, how much more your Heavenly Father? It's not that that our Heavenly Father compares to earthly fathers, but what God has done is he's given us the ability to get glimpses. He is much better than our earthly fathers, but sometimes if we were to close our eyes and think about God the Father and what that picture looks like, some of us have a picture of the Godfather. Intimidating. Ruthless. Because that's what we experience. Others have an experience of, of God the Father that's, that's warm and inviting. Some of us have a picture of God the Father and we think he's absent because we experience an absence of a parent and a father in our lives. So quite often, our experiences as, as unequal to the full do give us a picture or a little bit of a glimpse of what God's like. Jesus is our brother. He's our brother. And so quite often when you sit down with somebody and if you take the time to talk with them and you ask them, when I say Jesus, what does that picture come to you? They'll have a picture, well, he's closer to me than a brother. He stands, he's with me, he's for me. Because of him, I can do this. Because of what he's done. And it's very much a relational style of picture. And then we get to the Holy Spirit. It's like, what does the Holy Spirit look like? Ooh. Come on. It's the wind. It blows and it goes and we don't understand it. Therefore, we can be freaky and fruity and everything else because that's, no, the spirit, it wind, the wind blows and we don't know where it's going or where it's coming, but it's blowing. And the moving of the spirit and, and we have done ourselves a disservice because we haven't taken the time to get to know the Holy Spirit. And he is in each and every one of us. He produces fruit, but he does not produce fruit cakes. And I am, I, I got, I want to get to know him more. I need to. I need to get to know him more. And I have found that as I've taken time, Pastor Nelson would understand this, and Pastor Sean, and, and any of you that have opportunity to share to people, quite often a lot of my study is just meditation. I meditate on God. You say, well, what does that look like? I read the Bible, and then I just think about it. And I just rehearse it. 
So this last little while, I've been thinking about the fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. What does that look like? Do you know God wants to produce things in our life? God wants to produce things in our life. Not only that, but this is a house of the Spirit. God wants people, when they come into this house, they should see, experience, feel, touch, however their senses take it in, an understanding and an appreciation that this is a house of the Spirit. I said a number of weeks ago, he's predictable and he's unpredictable. He's both and. We live with an either or. One plus one is two. Therefore, that's the only answer you can ever get. But other people put one and one together and they get 11. Okay, some of you are doing that in your head. How did he do that? Talk to me later. But understanding Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's a person. He's not an it. Some entity that we, we, we place. And No, he is a person. He can be grieved. Jesus, it says Jesus' spirit was troubled. He can, he can move. I, I find it incredible that he is given to us as a seal or as the inheritance or as a pledge to say, God says, I've got everything for you. And the way he paid for that or the way that he signed off on that was he gave us everything we need. He didn't give us a 10% deposit. When he came and he paid a down deposit, down payment on every promise he has, it says in the word, he gave us the seal of the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit as a pledge. And it's like, but isn't that everything? When I give a pledge, it's like I'll give as little as I can to seal that deal. How much do I have to give as a down payment so that I get this? God doesn't look at that like that. He says, I want you to know I've got everything for you. And, and as a guarantee of that, what I'll do is I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit as a down payment. I'm going to give you me. I've written down a number of things about the Holy Spirit. The way, we, the way we understand, talk with, describe Holy Spirit actually reflects what we think about him. I'd like to challenge my thinking to think of him as a friend. I'd like to challenge my thinking to think of him as God in me. He's very active. He's very active. He is a life-giving force. I might use a word that, that may stretch us. He's an energy and we go, oh, what does it, like, like, we use words like that, and right away we get some ethereal kind of, but he is an energy. There is an energy the Holy Spirit brings that causes things that are dead to come to life. 
the energy of the Holy Spirit. I literally believe that some of us experience an energy, and it's not caffeine, it's Holy Spirit in us that causes things inside of us to come alive, to have hope where we didn't have hope before. And I am on a quest to get to know him more because what I have experienced from him has been so amazing that I just want to understand and get to know him more. And what's amazing when you when it, it reads, I believe it's in Galatians, it says, oh, when you get to know him, and he goes, oh, no, rather, you are known by him. In my quest to get to know him, it's like, no, he knows me. I'm known by God. He flips the script. He only produces who he is. We're talking about a little bit about the fruit of the Spirit this morning. The Holy Spirit will only produce who he is. He will not produce something other than who he is. A seed can never produce something other than what the seed is. The Holy Spirit is like a seed inside of it. It's God in us. And he will only produce who he is. And who he is is what he says. And what he says is what he does. And what he does is who he is. So when I read this morning out of Galatians 5, that's your cue to open up your Bibles to Galatians 5. We're trying to do this like... If I say Galatians 5.22, we have to wait and stop. So if you've got your Bible, start turning to Galatians 5, and I'll just keep talking because I'm redeeming the time. And, and if we look at the fruit of the Spirit, what we are actually seeing is we are seeing a description of God. How do you know the Spirit's working inside of me? Well, coming out of me should be love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, temperance, all these beautiful fruit. And what that is, is that's actually God producing himself in us. So if you're at Galatians 5, I want to read that passage. I got to turn there, but I got this handy-dandy little page marker. And it gets me there quick. As a kid, I used to love sword drills. Anybody ever hear of what sword drills? Man, we had them in Crusaders. You have to put up your hand, hold your Bible, and you couldn't put your finger inside the Bible. Like, that was cheating. So you had to have your Bible up. Sometimes you'd have it up like this. And if you're careful, you... Okay, he's saying Matthew. Okay, Lord, Lord help me. And then they'd say, Matthew 5, 28, and bango, and you go to it. And I loved sword drills. But... As I've gotten older, I've learned how to use the, the flap in the, the Bible to get there quick. I'm not allowed too many detours this morning. But the fruit of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, I just ask right now, your word would be deposited in us. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Oh, this is so good kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 
I find those things are really easy to do when I'm doing well. I find them really hard to do when somebody isn't being nice to me. I got a couple amens. I got a couple heads nodding. It's like, I'm not going to say amen, but I'll nod my head because I don't want somebody to hear my voice. The fruit. You want evidence of God living inside of me? The fruit of the Spirit. See, God works from the inside out. But we often live from the outside in. We often live from what we see affecting what we do. Now, that's, that's common. I'm not saying we're sinning. That's, that's part of the perception, perceptive um, characteristics that God has placed inside of us, feeling, emotions. But what, we, what happens is when you want to find out what's inside of somebody, you see what they're doing. And the greatest time that I have found to find it is usually when things go wrong. You stub your toe. Been there. Can we, can we be honest? The fruit, what's inside of me comes out. Actually, there's two things that, that happen. What comes out of me, but also what comes out of my kids. Because <laughs> my kids display the fruit of the Spirit based on what I say at home when nobody's around. I want to see what a parent's like. I just take their kids out and I spend a bit of time with their children. And it's funny what, how, how they say. But the fruit of the Spirit, what we have coming out of us. This is a house of the Spirit. When do you need long-suffering? When you're suffering. <laughs> it's like, I know I'm preaching to the choir this morning, but it's like, God, give me patience. And then it's like, why do I need patience? Because I'm going to be going through something that requires me to stick with it and stay with it and not give up. And it's like, Lord, please don't give me patience. Like, just give it to me now. When do I need to be faithful? I need to be, have faithfulness come out of me when I don't want to be faithful. When do I need to be, have the fruit of the Spirit coming out gentleness is when somebody's not being gentle with me. I try to find other verses that help me exp uh, rationalize my reaction. An eye for an eye. Oh, I'll use that one right now because I don't want to be gentle. God says, love your enemies. I'm going, oh, well, can I find a different verse? The fruit of the Spirit. This. This. Pat yourself in your chest. This. And say it with me. This is a house of the Spirit. God help me. <laughs> Some of you got that. I am committed 
to having his spirit live in me. I'm also committed to walk in the spirit. And walking in the spirit is the fruit. What do you do when somebody cuts you off on the road? Yeah, Adrian's a professional truck driver. It's like, oh, don't even get me started. I drive 13 kilometers because it's less than 15 because I made sure with ICBC it was less than 15 kilometers to and from work. I drive 13 kilometers and I look for the road that has the least amount of traffic on it. Why? Because drivers know how to push my buttons. And I say, God be with me. And then it's like, give me the quickest, shortest, and route without the, as little people as possible. Have you ever been driving? I'm, I'm just being honest. Have you ever driven and somebody's going like 50K in a 70K zone? It's like, oh, I want to honk. And it's like, no, I'm going to just, and then I'm going to ride their tail and I'm going to pull over so they see me in their mirror. It's like, they don't really care, but they're having a good time talking. But it's like, no, I got to get... It's amazing what gets us going. Fruit of the Spirit. He only produces who he is. If you want to get a good picture of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is, look at his fruit. Just, I'm going to teach you this morning. If you want to know the Holy Spirit, Read Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Just start there. He only can produce who he is. He will never contradict who he is. The, re- the fruit of the Spirit is the revealing of the character of God. You say, well, I'd like to have those moments where, where I can overturn the tables. Well, then come to church every Sunday. Because he did it in the temple. Anyways, anyways, I'm not going to meddle. Oh, that was funny. I got one. I slid one in there. Everybody said, amen, let me turn the tables. But then he told me I had to show up every Sunday. Anyways, that's for the people watching online. Uh, (laughs) The fruit of the Spirit only reveals who God is. You will never get a false picture of God when you see his fruit. Never. Because fruit does not lie. In other words, there is a consistency in God that is actually refreshing. In today's world, rules change by the minute. They change by whoever's holding power because they want it done this way or that way. Whoever's governing, whoever has the most money in the pot gets to describe or... And it's like, it changes. But with God, it never changes. I find that rather refreshing. I don't have to wake up in the morning and go, what's the rules today? You say, you do live by rules? Well, I do live by rules. The Spirit rules me. I don't... It's like, oh, today it's like... Love your enemy day. Tomorrow is an eye for an eye day. No, God doesn't change it. God, God, God is consistent. I find that actually refreshing 
in a world that switches, changes, shifts every moment, every whim, every thought, every desire, every, every, every point of pressure, the world changes. Well, our rules aren't going to work for us in this situation. Let's change them. God doesn't change. He's the same. That's actually very refreshing. I come to him and I know where he's at every time because he doesn't change. I have found I can meet with him when I change, but he doesn't change. I can have a good day, I meet with him. I can have a rough day, and I've had rough days, and I can meet with him, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what I have found, the more that I find time with him is the more that I want to change and become more like him. The fruit reveals the root. An apple tree will grow what kind of fruit? Smart class. How do you get oranges? The fruit reveals the root. Also, the tree does not stress to produce. You nurture it, yes, you nurture it, and it will produce. Pastor Nelson has some pear trees. He nurtures them, or peach trees. He nurtures them, and they produce. I mean, you should see how he nurtures his peach tree. He takes care of it like he puts a plastic sheet over it when it's pouring rain because of the acid rain or some of the influences of the rain. And it's like, he. T- but you know what? It produces fruit. You could have said amen, Pastor Nelson. (laughs) What grows on the outside displays what's growing on the inside. Give him permission to grow. It's a decision I make. What I find amazing is when I make that decision, it starts happening. (laughs) I say, Lord, I'm going to decide that I want the fruit of the Spirit. So help me be gentle. What do you think is going to happen? Lord, help me become more long-suffering. What do you think will happen? It's going to start producing, but it will produce what's on the inside. I wrote this down. The fruit of the Spirit happens in the happenings of life. The fruit of the Spirit happens in the happenings of life. Apple tree doesn't stress about bearing an apple. It happens. It's not forced. It happens. Some of the sweetest people I have been around have had been, been the people who have gone through the most hardship that I've seen. 
It's amazing how hard things can produce sweet people. I knew a lady, a beautiful lady, just a beautiful lady, so beautiful. I enjoyed being around her, but I knew the situation that she'd come out of and the, the relationships that she came out of. And it's amazing what produces something is usually the stresses that we endure. The crushing. We like the grape juice, but we don't realize the crushing of the grape that happens. And it's in that crushing, in that pressure, in that squeezing, in that unforced activity, the stuff of life. It's in those moments where the fruit of the Spirit is the sweetest. And I believe we've all faced situations in life that have been excruciating. And it's in those moments the sweetness of his fruit can come out. It's in those moments where people who are hurting will come to me because they've seen that I've hurt and they've seen fruit come out of my life. It's, it's in those moments where someone who's struggling to have patience will come to you and say, can you help me? Because I realize you deal with difficult people and look at your result. I want to get some of that. How do you do that? And what happens is the fruit, what's inside of me, comes out of me. A couple things that cause fruit to grow. Water. Sun and manure. One is a little stinky. Some people call manure by other names. I don't. <laughs> but have you realized that some of the messiest things, the stinkiest things, the ugliest things, the things that smell the worst, the garbage that we deal with can produce some of the most sweet beautiful things in our life. Don't always be upset when the manure starts getting spread. James said, count it all joy. I don't understand that. But I have found that fruit, the we, we've got a garden and I've spent money to get manure on my garden. It's like I paid to get that smelly stuff delivered to my house. I paid a lot. But in another month and a half, two months, three months, I'm going to be bragging about the corn. I'm going to be bragging about the pepper. I'm going to be bragging about the flowers. Why? Because it's in those situations. We nurture it, and the mess produces the fruit. And by the way, you don't have to look for it. That stuff just seems to come. Amen? In conclusion.
I got six points. Said with a straight face. I don't. I just wanted to see if anybody would laugh. Or go, God help me. Part of the fruit of the spirit. I'm just seeing what comes out. If you read Galatians 5, 22, 23, and 24, it talks about a fruit of the spirit. But then Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writes this interesting verse. He says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. What I take from that is we can talk about the fruit of the spirit. We can write a nice thing on the wall and say, this is my goal. And, and we have the spirit living in us. But I would suggest to you that it takes another thing to have the Spirit walking with us. Because I've seen believers. I've been a believer. I ha I've been, I am a believer. I have the Spirit living inside of me, but there are moments when I have not walked in the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a product of, of walking in the Spirit. Because when I walk in the Spirit, it comes out. So my challenge, after talking about this is a house of the Spirit, my challenge for all of us is a rather difficult challenge. Because if you accept this challenge, it means you're going to have some work to do this week. But my challenge is not just to live in the Spirit, but this week... Walk in the Spirit. Read the fruit of the Spirit and say, God help me because I want your Spirit growing inside of me, but that means I might endure some long suffering. I might endure some ungentle things. I might endure some things that cause me to get angry. But it's when we go through those things that the fruit comes out. Amen? Is anybody game? And you don't have to raise your hand because some of you might be asked next week. Um, you know, I raise my hand. How did your week go? How was the fruit this week? But just nod your head, just like, you know, like you're in an auction. Like, just, you know, I'll bid, bid that high. Anybody here game to say, this week, God, I want to work on my walking in the Spirit? Amen? Thank you. Thank you for responding. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord keep Pastor Brenda from talking while I'm praying. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I love you. I appreciate you. Have an amazing week, and uh, God help us. <laughs> Amen. God bless you.